Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of AUSU Open Mic. This is a really cool episode. It's not very often, especially nowadays, when we've had the opportunity to have our executives together all in one episode, while at the same time, some of us are in person. We've got Natalia out in Ontario. This is a really cool opportunity, and uh, we hope that you enjoy getting to know your new executive team, and that's what today's all about. We've got Karen Fletcher, Natalia Ivanik, Tristina godoy Kantwa, and Naju Sayed with us today. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. And uh, obviously, we're going to be getting to know everybody a little bit here today, but let's start with some intros. Uh, Karen, we're going to start with you, obviously a veteran, veteran of the podcast, you and right. Natalia. It's happened before. But we're going to we're gonna treat it like uh, like we don't know Karen. So why don't we go with, um, uh, we're going to run with name, the role that you play within our executive team, um, the program of study, and maybe if you're in a course right now, maybe we could share what course you're in, uh, where you're from, and let's say your favorite summer activity that you look forward to because we got summer right around the corner. So that was kind of a long list, was it? It is a long list. It's okay. Okay, so my name's Karen Fletcher. I am your president. My, I'm studying applied math. Uh, right now, I'm in complex var- variables and ordinary differential equations. Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really having fun. The fact that you actually just said that title without stumbling through it, I'm impressed. Thanks. Um, I'm from Ottawa, and uh, every year at the end of the summer, we go on to an air show. And my family loves planes. I've always loved planes. So that's one of my favorite summer things to do. Love air shows. So good. We saw Chris Hadfield fly Spitfires a couple years ago. It was really cool. I'm a huge fan. I love air shows as well. That's cool. Uh, we're going to go over to Natalia. Do you want to go next? Sure. Um, so my name is Natalia Ivanik, and I'm the Vice President Community and Wellness. I'm out in uh, Toronto. And I'm finishing up my degree in English and political science uh, this semester. I'm taking many, many courses, mostly in politics. Um, How many have you got on the go right now? Uh, four. Four. That's a good low. I think well, any AU student that's taken three, four classes at a time, and now I'm looking over at Naju because you're taking four right now too, aren't you? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good workload there, Natalia. It is, but they're really interesting, so I can't complain too much. And then um, every summer, I guess, I like to go by a lake and just hang out by the lake in the summer and relax. Love it. That'd be so good. Um, Obviously, the other thing to note here is with Natalia being in Ontario, you guys have some amazing lakes in Ontario. I'm you should brag about that. It's uh, it's beautiful country up there. We really do. Um, you know, we have a lot of really, really nice lakes in the south, but um, I find northern northern Ontario is uh, one of my favorite places, especially for the lakes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Tristina, we're going to go over to you. Um, hi, I am Tristina Godoy-Contois, but I go by Trish to those who know me. I am in the VP of external role, first timer. So we'll see how it goes. Welcome to the team. (laughs) Thank you. I'm studying in the Bachelor of Arts political economics program with major in global studies. 
and I'm currently taking research methods in social sciences and um, understanding statistical evidence. So I try to theme my courses so that it's less yeah. work. Yeah. Love that. Uh, welcome, by the way. Um, I will also say podcast rookie, first time. So welcome to the podcast as well. Thank you. Uh, we're also going to go over to Naju and... Uh, you know what? Tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh, hopefully you can remember the list that we started with, I Naju. I wrote it down. So okay, good, forget. good. <laughs> Hi, I'm Naju Sayed. Um, my role is that I'm the VP of Finance and Administration. Um, the program I'm in is Political Science, and I'm taking a lot of courses. Unfortunately, I shouldn't have done that, but I don't know any better. I'm taking a women's study class, a Spanish course, a religion course, and a political science class. That's a pretty good workload right there. Oh, they're all like super, super heavy. I regret it 100%. If I could withdraw, I would. Um, and my favorite summer activity is just sitting outside and getting the sun. Because I have a vitamin D deficiency and I refuse to take vitamins for it. Because it's free from the sun, you know? You know what? That's what the summer's all about. Exactly. Yeah, and I think all Canadians can relate to that where it's like you got to wait for the winter to be over just so you can enjoy outside again. Mm -hmm. um, and again, podcast rookie, uh, Najud, new to the team, welcome. Hi. And, uh, and welcome to the podcast as well. Great to have everybody. Um, we're going to move into a topic now that is really about um, what motivated all of you to want to get involved with AUSU. And what's going to be interesting about our answers today is that for Karen and Natalia, you, you are returning members of our executive team. And of course, for Trish and Naju, you guys are new members of the team. So Karen, we're going to start with you and then we'll go over to Natalia and then Trish and Naju. What motivated you to, you know, obviously as taken on the president's role, what motivated you to, to want to keep going here? Well, I was the vice president external last year and really enjoyed that. And I think it's really gratifying to be able to go to the university and say, you know, students are really struggling with X. Let's make it better and let's work together to actually find a solution. And being able to see that, that AUSU really does make a difference, whether it's being like, no, no, you shouldn't do that idea. That's a bad idea. <laughs> or, or bringing ideas to them that help make it better for students is something I'm super passionate about. Um, you know, it, it, I really love AU, but it's not a perfect experience. And so to be able to be part of making it better for, for all students is something that I find really exciting and gratifying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And welcome back. Thanks. We're lucky to have Karen and Natalia coming back as returning members, So, uh, which is a perfect segue over to Natalia. Natalia, what motivated you again to you know, continue this work that you've been doing for the last 12 months? Um, well, for me, this is actually, I guess, my, my second and a half term. Yeah, that I is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah I came in uh, midway in a by-election and was elected vice president um, external and student affairs. And then last term, I was the first uh, vice president of community and wellness. I absolutely loved it. I, I somehow completed an overly ambitious work plan last term, but um, I still have so many ideas that I've been collecting over the term based on student feedback and so many things that are left to expand on. So I'm, I'm just really, I guess, grateful for students for reelecting me, for giving me a chance to, to, keep, to keep working and also my, my council counterparts uh, for trusting me to continue in this position again. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you did an amazing job in that first year within that uh, VP community and wellness role. Um, guaranteed, we've got some amazing things coming up this year. And, and we'll talk a little bit about that later in the podcast as well. Trish, we're going to come over to you. Um, and again, just, you know, obviously a new member of the team. Uh, what motivated you to want to get involved here at AUSU? Um, so I actually came in on the inaugural Indigenous Student Circle and coming in on, on a second term basis. Uh, re- it's really important for me to bring a voice, bring the Indigenous community voice and to essentially um, apply a two-eyed seeing approach and and we're, we're more than just Indigenous people, but we're also part of the greater AU student experience, and I, and I yeah. wanted to bring that. I love that. And, uh, and we're certainly lucky to have you. I think we've got some really cool things that the Indigenous Circle is going to be doing this year, and in, in really in continuing the work from last year, but uh, we're so lucky to have you. And so uh, uh, we're going to move over to Naju and, uh, again, throw us uh, some motivation <laughs> for becoming the newest VP Finance and Administration. Yeah. Well, this is technically my second time on council, not exec council. This is my first time on that. Um, I just wanted to get more involved, like do more advocacy and just see the behind the scenes, you know, that you don't really get to see just being on the normal council. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I would say that your experience is probably similar to many, you know, where they come in, they experience council and then they're like, hey, you know what? I'm kind of interested in this. I'm going to give this a go. And then you kind of put your name forward to, uh, to be on the executive committee. So, uh, that's fantastic. Um, on a similar vein, and I guess we're going to start with Karen again. Um, what are you most looking forward to this year? We're very much at the beginning, uh, of the executive term and, uh, we've been going through a number of different, uh, activities around orientation and, or, uh, onboarding the new team. When you look out to the new year, what, what stands out to you of things that you're looking forward to? So one of the things I worked on last year was talking to the federal government for how they define independent students. So for any of our mature students who are married, you have to get your spouse's permission to apply for federal student loans. And then how much money they have determines your eligibility, which is all sorts of problematic. And last year, I was able to talk to another a number of ministers and senators about this. And I'm really hoping to be able to continue that because I think that that's a way we could really increase many students access to funding um, if they were evaluated on their own because we know that I mean just because your spouse has a job doesn't mean they can afford to financially support you while you're in university right yeah Um, yeah and so being able to continue to work on that and and maintain that momentum is something I'm really excited about and um, also some of the smaller projects we have Um, last year we had our first research week and it's been really cool to see the university say that was a really good idea we're going to join and we're going to do that too Um, yeah it was it was an amazing event thanks yeah the uptake on that was really really positive for sure yeah so I, I really want to see what other events we can create to support students that aren't just social events but like let us help you do something that's going to be something you put on your resume or, or something that helps you figure out how to do the next step in your life. Uh, Natalia, what are you most looking forward to? Um, so last year was a, was a bit stressful, you know, in my position as the first VPCW, I had to set the tone, figure out what the job entailed and kind of how, how the role fit into AUSU's existing structure, what it should be. Um, I think last year was a lot of trial and error, but fortunately we had a lot of successes so this year, um, I'd really like to build upon that 
initial framework, especially since we did a lot of the heavy lifting last year, Mm -hmm. this year, it'll be more of a focus on refining things, um, especially expanding services like the virtual food assistance program and events like Pride, um, Black History Month, ASU Nights. um, And then we started a pilot project last year, um, which were the virtual student socials and Pride student socials. And then I'd like to see, there's a few areas that I like to go further in. I have many ideas this year once again, so we'll see. (laughs) And you know what? I mean, there was a lot on the go last year and we're kind of still experimenting and figuring out where this role is going to go, but um, guaranteed we've got another amazing year ahead of us. So good job. Trish, we're going to go over to you. uh, And I guess, you know, maybe this is the difference between a returning executive versus a new uh, incoming executive because you're essentially a month in. Uh, When you look at what you have in front of you, is there anything that kind of stands out to you that you're really looking forward to? Um, So I'm actually really looking forward to collecting information on all the possible resources that are out there that could benefit students and improve, um, improve student success, especially at Athabasca University because you know, being Canada wide means that the resources are Canada wide. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. And you do so much work uh, externally, obviously by virtue of your title. Um, But even some of the work that you're going to be doing within our advocacy groups, uh, cause CASA, uh, and I know some of that work has already started. So uh, you definitely got a full year ahead of you, eh? Yes, I do. I'm looking forward to traveling. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh, now, Ju, over to you. What uh, what stands out to you? Is, uh... Yeah, my mates are kind of boring compared to other people, but I'm really looking forward to running my committees and getting to do some of the more finance stuff. I haven't done anything too major yet, except for like review packages and stuff. Yeah. I'm really excited for that stuff. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, excited about committees. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, those are important aspects of, mm-hmm. uh, of your role as well, right? And, yeah. You know, when we talk about the financial health of the organization and mm-hmm. overseeing the financial aspects of AUSU, that's a big part of what your role is. So yeah. I'm glad that you're excited about those things. No, And like, I feel like every day I learn that I have a new job that I'm supposed to do, you know, <laughs> like I did <laughs> just, not know I was supposed to make the agendas. Yeah. We just, we me. just keep throwing tasks at you until, <laughs> yeah. until I'm you're like, like, it's great. It's fine. <laughs> I can't do any more. Um, this is going to be a similar type question, but hopefully, you know, we can get some creative answers here as well from our uh, newest executive team. When you think about your roles specifically, and here we are, you know, talking to Naju about the VP finance, uh, which obviously has a finance element to it. Karen, again, we're going to come back to you. We'll go in the same order. What are some of the, the favorite elements that you have about the role that you're in? So in your case, as the president, uh, like what stands out to you? I love sitting on AU committees. I don't know. They're really interesting. Sometimes they get exciting and I'm like, I should have brought popcorn. I can imagine. <laughs> but it, it's really nice to see how how the university functions and the discussions that happen and how those discussions happen because sometimes you're kind of like, how does the university decide like what proctoring software to use or, or how exams should be, should be weighted and to be able to see those discussions and the different people having different opinions and being able to weigh in on those discussions on behalf of students is something that I really enjoy. Do you think the students would be surprised 
at how complex those conversations can get within the university. Yeah, and how much red tape there is, because sometimes like it has to go to one committee and then another committee and then another yeah. committee has to approve it. But I, I think also students would be surprised at how many times there are faculty members that stand up for them. Like I was just in a meeting earlier and there was a prof that was like, hey, this is something I saw students complaining about Facebook and we need to organize something to make sure that students aren't suffering from that because that's not okay. Um, and, and I think sometimes it's easy to assume that all of the faculty are kind of like, whatever, but some of them are really passionate about standing up for students, which is something I always like to see. No, absolutely. Uh, Natalia, we're going to bounce over to you. And again, I know you are literally one full year into being the VP community wellness, but if there was a a favorite element of that role, uh, what would it be? Um, I think for me, being able to see all the little wins that we've we've had over the months and, and the the years. Yeah, definitely. Because it, sometimes it, it feels that, that there aren't that many, but it, they do add up to so much in the end. But also, I've also really enjoyed liaising with different students and just hearing student concerns and also student leaders from so many different lived experiences and geographical areas. And then also just working with all my coworkers and counselors, staff, members at large. Um, it, it's been fantastic. And then there's so many things I like about this job. I like how how every day is so different and so interesting. And it's it's a way to to really help students, um, which, which can't be said for, for all jobs, unfortunately. Well, and I think, you know, you, you nailed it. There's there's never a dull moment. There's always a lot going on. Uh, you know, we talked about it earlier as a team when we were, you know, kind of talking about how sometimes we feel like we're going in, in so many different directions at 100 miles an hour. Um, but that is just the nature of being in a university environment. So uh, maybe it just comes with the territory, eh? Definitely. Uh, we're going to move over to Trish. And, and, and again, here we are. Uh, our newest VP external and obviously new to the role. But if you were to look at the, the role over overall, Trish, what would be, a, you know, maybe your favorite element of it so far? Um, so you mentioned you brought up cause and CASA and meeting additional like student leaders and community leaders. So I'm really looking forward to taking on more of a leadership role. Um, and advocating for AU students at CASA and uh, ensuring that our students are represented at CAUSE as well. So, Yeah, and that is a huge part of the role. Um, I, I think you're going to do an amazing job connecting with all those organizations and, and, again, making all these connections with all the different schools across the country. It's, it's, it's a fun thing to do, and uh, I know you're going to be doing a great job representing AUSU as well. Naju, what have you got for this one? Okay, mine kind of goes with what Karen was saying, where there's a lot of stuff that you wouldn't think of that goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, totally. With the policy work and the committees and all that. And it's been really fun. I'm like a nosy person, so I like (laughs) knowing everything. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe about that and stuff like that. So that's been really fun so far. Well, and guess what? We're just getting started. Exactly. Uh, so I think that, you know, there's a lot of interesting conversations that are going to ensue as the year goes along. And I know that with a lot of the, uh, you know, committee work that you're going to be doing representing AU students, mm-hmm. there's going to be 
plenty of tea going around. So I, I think you're going to be, you're going to be in good shape. I'm so excited for some of the bigger committees just <laughs> to know all of this stuff. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, you're learning kind of how the university operates. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think all four of you could probably, you know, understand that as a student, sometimes you kind of wonder, well, why does that happen? Or mm-hmm. why does this happen? And as an executive, you, you get to be a part of those conversations and decision making. So yeah, I could totally uh, relate to your answer. We're going to pivot slightly here because something that AU students uh, are generally interested in, and we hear a lot about this, is this comparison between brick and mortar schools and AU. And obviously coming out of the pandemic, there's no question that students across the country have now been uh, introduced to this concept of virtual learning or self-learning, online learning, distance learning, whatever you want to call it. And so... Interestingly enough, as the conversation went along, we've recognized that all four of you have had the opportunity to also attend in-person university or college. And so we were kind of tossing around this idea of pitching this question out to the four of you about, um, you know, what would be or what have you found to be the biggest difference uh, between, you know, attending and, and learning in a brick and mortar school versus AU? And Karen, of course, I'm going to put you on the spot <laughs> and, and, and have you go first again. But um, when you think about those two experiences, uh, what stands out to you as some of the biggest differences or even challenges or benefits, however you want to uh, pitch it? Yeah, it's a lot harder to get to know your professors when they're just someone you email. Yeah, um, I yeah, know totally. this is my second degree. So for my former degree, there were professors that I got to know quite well because I'd taken a number of classes with them. And over the years, you know, you get to know each other um, and that's not something that I find at AU, which is a pity because there's so many really interesting uh, professors. And so it's nice to see in my faculty, at least the fine faculty of science and tech, they're starting these uh, research clusters, they're called, where students can get involved. Because I think um, that that relationship is really beneficial both ways to students and faculty. So um, that's a major difference. And then the other one with AU at least is that AU is asynchronous. So I can plan my life around, I can plan my school around my life. I have three kids and I was actually like, do I go to AU or do I go to Carleton? But I was able to take more courses at AU because I didn't have to plan time for like, well, what happens if I have to miss class? Cause my kid is sick or how yeah. much commuting time do I need? So AU is certainly more accessible to me in this part of my life because of that difference. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think that there's a ton of AU students that would uh, relate to that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natalia, let's go over to you with this one. And again, uh, you know, just talk to us a little bit about your experience of, of attending both a brick and mortar university as well as AU. Sure. Um, just thinking of Karen's point, the lack of a commute, I do not miss nodding off on the subway <laughs> in the mornings anymore but on a serious note though I came to AU because the accessibility and another difference that I really notice is the workload it um, it is much heavier at AU across various disciplines yeah yeah um, I remember being a full-time student at a brick and mortar and it's difficult. It's really difficult to juggle four courses at AU plus full-time work. Um, and then also I found that you need to be a lot more focused, a lot more independent and plan ahead. Whereas in, in a brick and mortar, um, courses are much more structured and 
there's not much room for say you have an illness or a bad day or you have to go to work there's not as much flexibility yeah for sure yeah you know and i i think that there's a lot of students that would would probably come from a very similar angle you know you we talk about au students ability to persevere uh, and overcome challenges that they meet on a regular basis. You know, and you mentioned a couple, I mean, whether you have dependents at home, you know, working full time, like there's so many different elements that, and the layers, I guess, that play a factor uh, for any AU student that is uh, going to school here. And um, the amount of resilience that is required to sort of, you know, get through a course or, you know, um, eventually finish a degree. I mean, it, it takes a lot of discipline. And so I think that there's a ton of AU students that would relate to that for sure. We're going to move over to Trish now. And uh, same question. And, you know, from your perspective, uh, what are a few differences that you have found, uh, even from your experience? Um, I would have to say that if you go to a brick and mortar school, the painfully obvious one is it's easier to make friends and to find people who are really going through a very similar experience as you. And connection at AU is very challenging to find and to yeah, develop. 100%. So that's probably the biggest one. But on the other hand, it's the independence. So uh, AU students can maintain their life uh, outside of school and go to school. So that's the great opportunity about AU. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier too, Trish, about, you know, the the social element of, of going to a brick and mortar school and uh, the differences of, you know, developing or creating community and, and belonging to, you know, different diverse groups or clubs or you name it, that would typically be part of the experience of, you know, going to one of those schools. Um, not always the same for an AU student, is it? No, not at all. But at the same time, I mean, I'm sitting in a room where I have I have fellow colleagues who are from all over the place, Edmonton, Ottawa, um, Toronto. So that's at Fort McMurray. Uh, so that's really great as well. Yeah, I can't say enough about that. And it's certainly something that, you know, when you look at some of the endeavors that we have here at AUSU, that we are trying to develop opportunities for community, you know, and of course, that's a big part of your role here as well, Natalia. But, you know, whether it's with our AUS Unites uh, student socials, some of the student lounge, uh, the virtual student lounges that you've suggested, um, that's a big part of your role. So to your point, Trish, I think that that community piece, even though it might not be a priority for a lot of AU students, still really super important. And we are building it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Najee, we're going to come over to you with the same question. And, uh, and again, just provide us with some thoughts between this difference uh, between online learning versus, you know, in person? Um, the biggest difference for me has been that AU has no schedules. Like beyond, um, I don't know what it's called, but when they have it on your specific course of like how you should complete a course, but there's no set schedule of like what time you need to wake up to take your class. You know, there's no 8 a.m.s or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, there's nobody telling you to yeah, show up at a class. Yeah, which is really like... nice because you don't get class conflicts. You know, you can be like, I can take all these classes and it doesn't matter. Like with at a brick and mortar, you're going to have times where you're like, I need to take these classes to graduate, but you can't because they're all at the same time yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. So that was really, really nice. Yeah, absolutely. And we also hear that a lot from visiting students as well. Mm -hmm. You know, so whether you're 
you know, pick a school across the country, you know, how many that are specifically coming for that reason, as mm -hmm. you were, it's like, you know what, I need to graduate. I need a course that I wasn't able to take. And I'm going to take that course at AU and I'm going to apply it back to my home institution mm -hmm. and, and graduate. Yeah, exactly. So there's a ton of students that fit into that category too. This has been fantastic. You know, we don't get very many opportunities to have all four of you on one podcast at the same time, uh, especially at this point of the year, especially because we're, we're starting out on a new executive term and we are literally just getting started. Uh, we've got a new council. We've got some really cool events coming up. And uh, council retreat is going to be one of them later this summer. So um, even from this short conversation, we've certainly identified a lot of great things that are going to be happening. So uh, first of all, for Naju and Trish, welcome to the podcast. You guys did great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you guys killed it. And again, welcome back for Karen and uh, Natalia. Uh, you guys are always great on the podcast and your perspectives are always uh, super appreciated. Uh, any last thoughts? Uh, I'm kind of putting everybody on the spot now. Uh, but uh, lots of work ahead of us, eh? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, we're going to have to do this again. And uh, maybe later on in the year, we'll uh, catch up with everybody if we can and get everybody back on the podcast. But uh, with that being said, this podcast is brought to you by AUSU, which is serving upwards of over 38,000 AU undergraduate students. And we're proud to, uh, to be here for you and to provide this podcast. And uh, definitely check out our other episodes if you can. And uh, in the meantime, have a good one.